When I say the only prerequisite, you need to lose weight. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it eating a low carb diet, intermittent fasting, tracking your food every single day? I'm here to tell you that actually, no, it's none of the above. When it comes to losing weight and keeping it off, there's a certain level of emotional discomfort it's going to take. Change happens outside of your comfort zone. Remember, what got you here won't get you there. That means that the thoughts, actions, and habits that got you to your current health status will not get you where you want to be. So what is the prerequisite that you must have to lose weight? Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, geriatric physical therapist, weight loss coach, and passionate disease prevention expert. I used to struggle with emotional eating, sugar cravings, and consistency. Then I learned how to lose the mental and physical weight once and for all with a low insulin lifestyle. Each week on the Reshape Your Health podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. The only prerequisite you need to lose weight boils down to two simple words, intentional margin. This is the time, space, and energy that you're going to need to steer your health ship in a new direction and develop better habits. This stuff isn't complicated, but it's not easy. And it takes a sincere, focused, consistent effort to see long-term results. If you're the kind of person who is constantly busy or looking for ways to serve other people, you're a people pleaser, or you don't take full responsibility for your schedule, you probably struggle with intentional margin with getting enough you time during the day. You may feel like you're busy all day long, but you're never really doing the things that you want and need to do just for you, like hobbies, meal prep, meditation, reading, prayer, and exercise. The lack of intentionality toward your health habits has built up other areas of your life, like your career or your relationships, but at the sacrifice of your own health and well-being. I don't know why you're listening to this episode today, but I hope that what I just said resonates with you and you're thinking, yes, you're right. I've been neglecting my health and I'm ready to make a change no matter how long it takes. I'm in. This is a huge blind spot for many women and men who want to lose weight. They fail to recognize the level of effort, intention, and time that they need to invest in their health. Especially as women age, they may expect to see the fast weight loss that they were used to in their 30s and 40s. But after menopause, when your hormones shift, you're going to be faced with the harsh reality that what may have worked back then isn't working now, and you have to try a new approach. Unfortunately, the right approach does take a long time. It doesn't have to be a large amount of time all at once, but you absolutely have to make time for yourself. You have to figure out where in your day you're wasting time, how to be more efficient, and how to say no. Everything that you say yes to means that you're saying no to something else. Usually that something else is someone else, and usually that someone else is you. If you don't take full ownership of your time and your thoughts, your poor health habits will compound and you will never achieve the level of health that you want. 
intentional margin is the only prerequisite to lose weight. That's because you can implement whatever other strategy you need to do, whether that's mindset work or actual habit change work, to get results. But if you don't make the time for yourself, you will not have the time or the energy to put towards your goals. So if you struggle to put yourself first, if you struggle to carve out time in that schedule for things that light you up and help you become the best version of yourself, this episode is for you. Now, for those of you who really don't think you have the time to dedicate to getting healthy, I've created a little time audit that you can do with me right now. The goal here is to honestly assess how you're spending your free time and think about how you can find just one hour a day for yourself to spend on your personal growth and development. So if you're watching on YouTube, grab a piece of paper or pen and jot down your time. If you're driving, just maybe keep a mental score. So how many minutes a day do you spend on social media, like scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, or maybe binge watching YouTube videos? (laughs) How many minutes a day do you spend checking your email or text messages? How many minutes a day do you spend snoozing in the morning instead of getting up and starting your day? How many minutes or hours of TV are you watching a day? How many hours a day do you spend in the car listening to music or maybe news that stresses you out when you could listen to some educational information that inspires you and motivates you? How many volunteer organizations are you a part of and how many hours per week do you give them? How many minutes a day do you spend complaining, venting, or worrying about things that are outside of your control? How many hours of unpaid work are you doing each day, either because you don't have stronger boundaries for saying no, or because you're the kind of person who spends too much time going above and beyond for someone else that you're left too drained to spend that time on yourself. So as my mom likes to frequently remind me, Morgan, sometimes good enough is good enough. Now add up all that time and how many hours a day do you get? Now there's obviously no right or wrong here. This is just a quick assessment to see where are you starting? And I'll tell you something, when I do this checklist, I get well over three hours per day that I could be spending in a more productive way to reach whatever goal that I wanna reach. The biggest area of improvement for me is spending too much time watching TV at night with my husband. It's our time to unwind and relax after getting our one-year-old and three-year-old to bed. And I've been able to mostly stop the emotional eating that I used to do when I watched TV, which is great. Um, But we could still be cutting that time from, you know, three hours to maybe just one hour a night of TV. Even 30 more minutes a day of cleaning around the house, catching up on thank yous, doing something more intentional with my husband, Maybe catching up on work or going for a walk would be a better use of my time than watching excessive TV. But they're so good, right? They're so hard to turn off. So my point with this exercise is twofold. Number one, help you recognize all the places where you could be more intentional and creating margin to put towards your health by reducing or eliminating non-productive time and energy-sucking activities. Number two, show you that I'm just like everyone else who has a pulse. I'm still a work in progress. I'm certainly not perfect, 
but I do try to get 1% better every day and I'm happy with that. I'm working to be an example of consistency and intention, not perfection. That's why I'm very, very cautious to ever say that I don't have time to do something. I choose not to make the time to do something. I choose to do things that are important and I choose to back down on the things that aren't as important to me. Time does not control me. I control how I use it. I know that sometimes I don't choose wisely and sometimes I do. When I do, I feel much more fulfilled and energized than when I don't, when I spend those hours watching TV. So in a world of opposites, it's very important to remember that when there's a problem, there's a solution. There's up and there's down. There's left and right. There's night and day. Wherever there's a problem, or shall we say opportunity, there is a solution. So if you feel like you have no time to focus on your health, the good news is that there is a time solution. You just haven't found it yet. And to dovetail on this conversation to include energy, I know that some people say they have the time, but they don't feel like they have the energy. They're exhausted. And the truth is that investing in your health will increase your energy. This episode is going to give you some concrete things you can do to take control of your schedule and create intentional margin that you can use to pursue your health goals. A great quote that I love from Marie Forleo is, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. So as you listen to these suggestions to find more intentional margin, look for the way, not the excuse. So often when someone asks me where to start with weight loss, I tell them to start with their schedule. Start by carving out 30 to 60 minutes a day just to learn, reflect, and implement what you learn. I'm going to share my top suggestions that have worked in my own life to find the time to invest in my personal growth and health. The first suggestion is to get up 30 minutes earlier and create a morning routine. Before I had two young kids, the morning time was sacred. I called it coffee time with Jesus. I would get up, make a cup of coffee and my oatmeal, which I no longer eat, which is another topic entirely about low carb and intermittent fasting. I'm doing a video on that in a couple weeks. So whether or not you practice any kind of faith or drink coffee or fast or eat low carb is not the point here. The point is that first thing in the morning was intentional quiet time to center myself around what was really important to me and to reflect on the day ahead to be grateful for what I had and work to maintain that level of peace and clarity throughout my day, to prioritize my action items and consider when I was going to exercise for the day, really to make a plan. And I didn't recognize it at the time, but I was doing something called reflecting for action. Now, numerous studies have shown that planning your day, planning your meals, planning your exercise will make it more likely that you're gonna follow through. But had I not gotten up early to do this, my day would have been less efficient and less effective. Now, the second suggestion is to use your commute time more wisely. During my drive time, whether that's to take the kids to daycare or between client visits, I used to listen to the same songs on the radio to the point of annoyance. You know, I would say, oh my gosh, not this one again. So I changed to the news and found my mood slightly always a little bit more down and anxious. Then I found the beauty of podcasts and audiobooks. 
I've chosen to be more intentional with what I listen to during my forced car time or when I'm doing the dishes or folding laundry. Now for my members, I always recommend that they down the app version of my program because I know how much I've enjoyed listening and learning on the go. It's way more accessible. So you're spending your time listening to something anyways. It might as well be something productive. My next tip is to ask how questions to create intentional margin with your schedule, no matter the season of life that you're in. Every day of every week, you might not be able to spend 30 to 60 minutes a day on yourself. So for example, a new mom with an infant or caring for a sick parent or starting a new position at work. So instead of having a rigid all or nothing attitude, be flexible with yourself. I love the words structured flexibility, have a plan, but give yourself the grace to bend with life and ask yourself powerful how questions. So your brain may automatically say, I don't have time to work out today. And whenever you hear those words, can't or don't, that should be a limiting thought flag that goes off in your head. And instead ask yourself a how question around the same issue. Something like, how can I create time to exercise today? How can I move my body, even if it's just stretching, for 10 minutes instead of the normal 30? So do you feel the difference there? Instead of shutting the door to movement, something that you know is good for you and will give you more energy, by asking how can I make this happen, you're gonna open up new possibilities to find the solution that you know exists. Now, my fourth tip is to learn how to say no. One of my life mantras is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Sometimes we have to say no to other people to say yes to ourselves. Sometimes we have to say no to something that we want now for something that we want in the future. To create more intentional margin, you're going to need to learn how to say no. And I have found that saying no to myself is actually quite a bit harder than saying no to someone else's request or to a perceived expectation that they have on me saying no to staying up late all of the time watching TV, saying no to pressing snooze in the morning, saying no to spending too much try time trying to make things perfect, deleting tempting social media apps from my phone that were a complete time suck, and saying no to checking email 10 times a day, saying no to allowing negative thoughts into my life, both through what media I consume and how I choose to interpret situations. I'm still working on that one. Saying no to excessive worry about things outside of my control. If saying no freaks you out because you don't want to let someone down, I just gave you about 10 ways to say no to yourself first. Feel free to start there. So learning to become accountable to yourself and internally motivated to follow through is very rewarding, but just like everything else, it takes practice and time to master. Once you start creating more self-discipline and telling yourself no, telling others no, and creating stronger emotional and time boundaries might feel a little bit easier. While thus far, most of these tips have been related to cutting things out to find more time, this last tip is about how to make things you're already doing more efficient to save time. Once you have a desired behavior in mind, such as healthy lunches instead of going out to eat every day, ask yourself, how can I make this more efficient? Can you meal prep on the weekends and make all of your lunches at once? 
can you reduce the number of ingredients and simplify your recipes so that they're easier to make and they're easier to log if you're logging? Can you eat the same thing every day for a week for breakfast and lunch? Can you copy your meals from one day to the next if you're logging your food? I've used all of these strategies to make eating healthy a little faster and easier, freeing up more of my time and mental energy to create that intentional margin to put towards other goals. Now, I know some people love the meal prep delivery services and they purchase pre-cut vegetables at the grocery store. Those are two ways to save time as well. The solutions to create time and save time are ample. And I truly believe that after listening to this episode, there may be one or two things on the top of your, your mind where you're like, yes, I really need to do this. And my advice for you is to just do it. Stop thinking about doing it and start taking action. Then do it again and again the next day until creating time in your schedule for you becomes a non-negotiable because you are fully committed to becoming the best version of yourself. And because you know that the better you take care of yourself, the better you can take care of everyone else in your life for as long as possible. So what are those one to two things pulling at your heartstrings right now? What do you know you need to stop doing or start doing to create more intentional margin in your life? Do you have other ideas that I didn't share here today that have helped you create more time for you? If so, I want you to share them in the comments on YouTube to give others in the community some more ideas. And in the next 24 hours, I challenge you to write it down. If you are watching on YouTube, feel, to, feel free to use the comments for accountability. And if you have a partner or a friend, commit it to them. Or if you prefer, just keep a journal and write it down somewhere obvious that you're gonna see it on the regular. What are you going to start or stop doing? Until something is a habit, even with the best intentions we can forget. So writing out your plan to create more intentional margin and putting it somewhere obvious can be helpful. A reminder, don't try to overhaul your schedule all at once. Just tweaking one or two things should be enough to get you that extra 30 to 60 minutes a day for yourself. And I always like to tell my members that any new suggestion is just like trying on a new shirt. Pick one to two strategies to create more intentional margin and be consistent for one week. You can do anything for one week. If they didn't work well for you that week, just decide if you need to give it more time or try a different strategy. There's no right or wrong way, just your way. I promise that if you create more time for yourself to invest in your health, you will reap the reward for years to come. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you start taking action if you're not already each and every day to, to pursue the best version of yourself. No one is more worth your time and energy than you. I will talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.